the last episode, Gabriel arrives at a place not known to him, a town of village people. Maria takes care of him as he gets better and regains his strength. After months of care, during his last night with Maria, Gabriel and Maria get intimate. She falls asleep and he vanishes without letting her know. Season 1, Episode 5, I'm Home. It's noisy walking through the alleys of the village during the day. It is incredibly crowded. The further the distance from Maria's home, the louder it gets. People seem to leave their homes very early in the morning and trade goods all day. They care only for their survival and providing for their families. Even before midday, the dry heat and burning sun makes it feel like at around 120 degrees Fahrenheit. The hard-to-breathe hot air doesn't seem to bother anyone at all. There are animals around, mostly camels, chickens, horses, and sheep. The entire town smells like sweat and animal feces. Water seems to be scarce and a major trading item. Wearing his black robe-like clothes and a hood that covers half of his face, Gabriel walks through the people and blends in like if one of their own. As he bumps into people, he swiftly steals whatever items he can grab from others. Things like a pouch half full of coins, a knife, and bread. He seems slightly taller than others and walks a bit slower than most, but no one seems to care. They all mind their business and trade. As Gabriel reaches to steal a branch of berries sitting on top of a wooden table, the man selling them quickly grabs Gabriel's wrist and screams the word THIEF in his language. The trader quickly lifts a butcher knife to cut off Gabriel's hand, and as the man swings down his knife with all his might, Gabriel turns his wrist to grab the man's hand, pulls, and the man cuts off his own hand. The seller screams as Gabriel grips the man's clothes from under his armpit, lifts and throws him across the other side of the alley without much effort at all. As his body lands and breaks another man's table in half, another man launches to tackle Gabriel from the front, but Gabriel fronts kicks the man in the chest and sends him flying back to hit the wall at incredible speed, as if a horse had kicked a man dead. Gabriel's rage quickly elevates, but no one else confronts him. He then looks around for anyone else coming and at the same time feels curious about his increase in strength. He looks at his hands, turns slowly and keeps walking. Everyone turns to watch in silence and just a few seconds later couldn't care less as they go on with their business. Just a few miles towards the burning sun, he finds a better kept structure of business. The majority of it is made out of rock and wood, not so much clay. It is more like a two-level structure, dug and constructed as part of a rock mountain. It is the biggest trading post around, like a huge rock cave with multiple three-feet holes dug out to serve like windows at the second level. More people surround it, and plenty more people come in and out. There is live string and slow drum bass music that comes from inside. Rhythmic beats with jingle bells, very much like the sound of gypsy music or similar to Arabic tunes. Mostly men surrounded outside, but there are also women. A one woman to ten men ratio who talk to the men just for a bit and quickly turn their attention to the next. They don't hide their faces with hoods and their body language is flirtatious. Their clothing is a lot more colorful and revealing. Layers of dark color purples, reds, brown robe clothing, 
and plenty of jewelry on. Gold necklaces and big round bulky earrings. They have makeup on too. And beautiful bright smiles. Clearly better kept and more beautiful women compared to what Gabriel typically bumped into back in the village. As he walks towards the cave, the music gets louder and the sounds of women laughing brings Gabriel to smirk and feel joy for the first time in months. A woman approaches him from behind. Dark eyes, long eyelashes, red lips, black hair. She smells like perfume made out of gardenia flowers, an aroma never sensed by Gabriel in town. She glides her hand from his right to his left shoulder, whispers in his ear, Go in, as she moves to the next man and does a similar approach. Gabriel moves towards the entrance. He takes a couple of stairs towards the main doorway, and a man comes out and bumps into him, cup in one hand and the other arm around a half-naked woman. He spills what seems to be wine on Gabriel's clothes, looks at Gabriel from top to bottom, chugs whatever is left of wine in the cup, pushes the cup to Gabriel's chest and says, Welcome to paradise! He laughs and keeps moving along. A guard at the entrance takes out a huge, scimitar-curved sword from inside his layers of clothes and extends his hand. Gabriel stops. The guard points to where Gabriel is hiding his pouch of coins. He takes a few coins out of the pouch and gives it to the guard. The guard looks at the coins, puts the sword back inside his clothes, and invites Gabriel in. Gabriel goes through the doorway. He scans the place and notices it's well-kept compared to anything he has seen. However, it is still very mysterious. Like a dark cave with low ceilings lit with candles, a center space, and multiple dug passages to enter to other places. Similar to the looks of a mine. It smells like wine. A familiar smell that raises Gabriel's heartbeat. Many more women inside. All beautiful. Many types and different sizes. Most people interact in the center space of the cave where there are few wooden tables to socialize and there are places to purchase wine in two corners of the room. As Gabriel walks through the crowd, he wanders and studies the place, moves through the many passages. Like in a labyrinth, he walks where there are women performing oral sex to men and having intercourse in between each other's clothes. There are rock stairs to a second level from different passages. He feels like he could get lost but he has no desire of leaving. In fact, his curiosity to feel more familiar with the place becomes a major focus. Women hold the hands of men and guide them upstairs to where there are more private sections. And more half-naked beautiful women of all sizes and styles rest against the walls of those stairways waiting for men. Gabriel eventually finds himself at the center space where he started realizes that he pretty much walked through the entire place and says, I'm home. He walks towards one of the booths, selling wine, slowly squeezes in between a few couples to ask for a drink. Wine, he says, and a man just as big as Gabriel, with a full thick beard, one eye, the other one butchered, dressed in a brown robe, pours wine in a cup from a huge pouch that he carries on his shoulder like a bag of sand. As Gabriel grabs the cup, he pauses for a few seconds, a stare gaze to contemplate as to give him thanks for the moment. Gabriel chugs the wine, puts the cup down and asks for another. As he's about to drink his second cup, 
A girl sneaks behind them, rests her elbows on the bar and says, Why are you so tense? The girl is beautiful, but only about 14 years old. She has caramel-colored skin, dark, long, and wavy brown hair, a couple of braids made in between her hair, big gold round earrings. She has hazel eyes, perfect-shaped lips, covered in a thin layer of burgundy lip color. She smiles bright, and she carries a subtle smell of coconut. She wears a purple and red-colored dress decorated with coins as the display of prosperity, a very opulent Roman culture dress that no one would think a girl so young living in a town like that could ever own, much less wear. But she wears it perfectly. It is loose enough at the top so that even when she knows she doesn't have the breasts of an adult woman, men crave to peek and see her nipples. She is a girl, but looks and acts like a goddess. Gabriel pauses in awe as he feels he has never in his life seen such a beautiful female. He puts the cup back down and asks, Who are you? The girl then says, Mary Magdalene. On the next episode, while Gabriel gets used to a new life, his life takes a turn yet again when through the tunnel of lights he gets sucked into once more. Stay tuned for the next episode of Gabriel. <laughs>